0: Hello and welcome back to The Profit Roadmap. I'm Barry DuPlessis alongside Cody Owen as always. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. And today is the third edition. Yes, the trilogy has come to pass in The Profit Roadmap. Roadmap. We have Mr. Chris Volpe, our manager, training manager of Service Autopilot in the house today. Chris, welcome What's
1: up? back. What's up? What's up? How's it going?
0: Uh, we really appreciate... Uh, my phone's still being on, so text message alerts arrive. Yeah, hey, arrive. bear. That's Let's fantastic. try to be
2: professionals, okay? I'm trying to be professional. Let's, we're in a studio environment. Your phone should be silent. I, I
0: thought
1: that was played it. for me. That was like perfect timing right when I started.
0: Actually, uh, my buddy's telling me about how it's a good idea to have Chris Volpe on for a third time. Is, so. he,
2: is he also telling you about how we're going to get sued by Apple now? How's Uh-oh. How's that? Uh, I'm certain that that ringtone is
0: copyrighted. Everything's copyrighted.
1: Was that an Apple one? I haven't heard that one before. I'm looking into copywriting
0: oh, yeah. my beard. Actually, I think that's a good call. I
2: think the uh, Greeks beat you to that, bear. Oh man, it's, like like it's Air chiseled style. in marble. Yeah,
0: maybe try for like a, a patent
1: pending instead. Just an idea. Yeah, just you can a say that about anything as long as you mail a
0: letter to the patent office. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Patent pending. Yeah, I could totally do that. That works. Um, but we have Chris Volpe back in the house here at the Profit Roadmap. Really excited to have you back, Chris. So the previous two episodes that we've had you on, we've talked about some really interesting stuff. We talked about some Italian cheese. Yes. Also known as Pareto's Principle. We You still need to get t-shirts, man. The eighty twenty rule. The eighty twenty rule. And then we also talked about being uh, hiring the right people. Yes. You know, hiring uh, coachability, flexibility over experience.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: And so today we wanted to talk to you about something that's kind of a hot button issue and hot button an yep. issue in a good way uh, around... That it's kind of dancing around the halls of Service Autopilot these days. Anyone that's uh, seen or heard or been involved with as a member or staff or, or client of Service Autopilot has uh, heard the word automations almost whispered.
2: Indeed. But before you tune out, before you're like, oh, it's another promo for automations. That's not actually what we're talking about today, Bear, right?
0: Correct. Actually, we're using. We're talking about
2: we're, business processes.
0: Exactly. We're Correct. using, which we're is using what automations word, Exactly. We're using the word to say what the word to define the word, to re elaborate what the word is. I didn't make any sense at all in that last couple I of followed, seconds.
1: I followed. But yeah, I got gotcha. you. My
0: point is, is that the fact of the matter is, is that uh, automations, whether they're done through a software program or actually built in processes in the way you run your company, are essential to running a successful company. At least that's what I'm told and I'm kind of reading because, again, I'm the dumb one here, so I'm just kind of kind of spouting off. Uh, Getting lost in the woods. <laughs> in the weeds. You're scratching, tossing grenades in here. Scratching at trees.
1: Hey, so, necessities, guys. <laughs> necessities.
0: Cutting to the chase and cutting the fat off here. Uh, Volpe, why don't you talk to us about why it's important from your perspective to have processes in place that are sound quality, um to get a business rolling in the best direction possible.
1: Sure, absolutely. Great question. Um, <clears throat> I so, love having
0: Volpe on. He thinks everything I do is great.
1: It is. You guys ask really good questions. Um, and it's not it's not just Bear, it's Cody too. I, I really, I have to say, I really I haven't I'm asked any Cody. questions. Though. I really appreciate it. you just you have those witty interjections though. So I really I mean yeah you just you just make this this podcast roll. It's important. It's important to have have it's both. his
0: youthful energy having been born in the nineties.
1: Yes, we were just talking about SpongeBob so Anyway, moving on. Um, Who lives in a pineapple under the <laughs> sea. Stop it. Stop. Wait, so now we're going to be sued by Apple and Nickelodeon? Oh, Don't yeah. Don't forget Bring Nicolas it.
0: Cage, too, from the previous. Oh, man.
1: Oh, no. We just talked bad about him. He
2: can't sue us for that. I thought we talked good about him. We didn't, we didn't about about first movement,
0: right? You we did, tried
1: to. We didn't talk bad Hey, me Me and Nick are, are tight. Anyway, moving on. So, um, you know, this, this whole idea of automations has been around for forever, but it's really just recently that- this has become. We've used this word, automations, to quote bear something about like a word of a word of a word. What you said earlier, anyway. So thing you said that made on. no sense. Yeah, exactly. You want to quote him on that. <laughs> so automations really has been around forever. In fact. I have a quote from Aristotle of course, who said, the, he, we, "Oh, I just... Uh, oh man, that uh, was not planned." I said we have Aristotle earlier. Beard, read this quote, uh, please. Do you have? Is it? Is it the same quote? Do you have a quote from? No, Aristotle? No, I just
0: dropped the name Aristotle earlier when we were talking about Greeks and my beard, and I was just like that wasn't planned. And, oh, I didn't hello, even catch that. There you go. How, That's so funny. How genius am I?
1: All right, so Aristotle Dumb defined one, a man in freedom as the pinnacle of human existence. Go ahead
0: and say that one more time. That's a
1: good one. A man in freedom is the pinnacle of human existence. And that's what automations does. So, yes, you can use our feature and service autopilot. But even even more so, just figuring out your your processes and procedures um, can really just free you up. Whether you're using a technology or you're using people in your company, your employees. So, I I, I was sitting down and thinking about the best way to... Put a automation I was thinking more along the uh, employee line so more just delegating yeah, course, tasks absolutely-
2: out. Can I give an analogy real quick? Sure, please. please do. Having processes in your business is like having like knowing where you're going. So when I wake up in the morning and I'm on my way to work mm-hmm. I don't pull out my phone and get turn by turn directions to the office. I know yeah. how to get here. But I don't get here the same way every day. Sometimes I want to run past Starbucks first or I have to run an errand, so I go do that. And uh, and so having a defined process in your business means that you know where you're going, so you're free in that to decide how you want to do things and all of that, whereas if you don't have those processes defined, you don't know where you're going. Yep. You have to think about every turn. Yep. You have to have your GPS give you directions for how to get there.
1: Absolutely. I love that analogy because um, I, I, you know, bulleted bulleted some points and that I actually, one of the points touches on that. So again, we're just, we're just tying into each other all all over the place here. I love it. All right. So what I said is, is sit down and think about what you do. What, what's, what's your, what are your day-to-day tasks? What do you do on a daily basis? What are some things that you can actually start to uh, delegate out? So sit down, definitely Write it down. Um, I know this is kind of common sense, but sit down with pen and paper. Don't just keep it in your head. Sit down with your computer and, and type it out. That is actually a really big first step. Another thing that you could do, I'm just another technology that, that you could use is Trello. Trello is fantastic to just list what are your day-to-day operations, What are these things that you've got to get done? You know what are your, what's your to do doing and done, so to speak? <clears throat> so write down the process once you figure out what you need to do write down the process or better yet since we're talking to business owners have someone else write down the process (laughs) you can just stand there and just kind of you know uh march around your not march around your office but walk around your office parade 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 (laughs) parade around the office
2: can we get a like inflatable snoopy
1: uh indeed
2: that, you carry around behind you at the office.
1: That always makes uh, uh, turning your your processes and automations way better when, when there's a parade, when there's a instance, when there's a February. inflatable Snoopy. So write it down, and you know that's a really important step because if you look at a lot of businesses, people think that I don't have time to sit down and actually write things out. And you do. And again, if you can't do it, then have someone else do it for you. The next point I have is delegate. Uh, A lot of people are afraid to actually get rid of a task that you do. You think that you're the only one that can do this task, but I am the only one that can do it. And it's, I want it done right. It's not true. Um, and so going back to the point that Cody talked about earlier, communicate what you need to, what needs to be done. So you already have everything written down. So communicate with your employees, what needs to be done. And then after you communicate it with them, be happy with the destination, not the journey. Everyone works differently. So going back to that analogy that Cody was talking about, when you're coming to work, you might hop on the highway one day, you might go back roads because you want to go by Starbucks. Um, So be happy with the destination. Let people trust your employees and let them get the work done how they're going to get the work done. Um, and if you don't trust your employees, if, if you're, if you have a task and there's no one, um, in your office that you can trust to do it, then maybe you look at bringing in a technology or another employee that can do that thing that needs to be done.
0: That's, you know, that's something that I talk about a lot in in the sales, um, aspect of here at service autopilot. When I'm talking to potential members about our product. And again, this isn't to just necessarily promote service autopilot. This is about talking about letting go. And that's a theme that I kind of tell people a lot of times I'm like, listen, this, this software is designed to let you let go. And even if you're not using a software, there needs to be a point when you have a, in your business where you need to be able to let go of something, use this show for an example. You know, um, when I've, I've, I've done broadcasting ever since college and I've always had a very hands-on approach. When he's a wee little bear. (laughs) Never been a wee little bear. Actually, he was a bigger
1: bear then. Now he,
0: now he's a wee little bear. I don't know about that, but um, the point is I've, I've always had a very hands-on approach. And so when Cody and I formed this partnership, he's kind of taken ownership of the editing and done some really good stuff as far as the, the embed music and things like that. Mm -hmm. And my old self would have been like, no, I want to be able to pick this out. I want to be able to edit my stuff. I want to be able... And I kind of I could, took a cue from what we were trying to accomplish here as a company for other small business owners. Yeah. I decided to kind of let that go. He doesn't know this story. He's just kind of standing there like, well... I did it. I didn't let you do anything. You took ownership of it and did have done. a great Oh, also job
2: it. bears more mature than me. And I never would have let him do any of the things that I do. They are all my tasks. And the podcast is my baby and don't touch it.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> the, point, the point, uh, point being is that like, you know, because there's a couple of things, there's a couple of idiosyncrasies and characteristics in my voice. And when I'm doing broadcasting that come up, I have trusted Cody because the um, son's, uh, since, so far all the podcasts have come out great audio speaking you mm-hmm. know absolutely i have criticisms of other stuff and it's mostly myself but the the sound quality has been in the editing that's, that i do of him he and does, that's that's <laughs> the point um very frequently point.
2: has cool. nuggets of wisdom but to reinforce our narrative that bear on the a stupid one, one. <laughs> yeah i have to i have to cut out those nuggets of wisdom guys it's like man this is <laughs> way too smart you just sometimes i re-record things that bear says In my voice, and just uh, put them into the episode, so you guys still get all the nuggets of wisdom. Yes,
0: but you don't know Chinese proverb. We can't have that. That's way too. That's way too analytical.
1: So everything that Bear just said,
0: like for the last
1: minute, are you going to cut this out? Oh,
0: probably. That's fine. That's why I've been talking so long. But the point is about what I've been (laughs) saying to the people that I'm talking to in sales is the fact that you have to be able to let go and take ownership, continue to take ownership. It is your company. It's never going to change. And as you yep. said earlier, it doesn't matter what the journey is as long as the destination is correct. If you want something done a specific way yep. and, you've done, and you've trained the person on it, you have to trust that employee. And the end result should be the same, it should be proof yep. in the pudding.
2: Yep. And we talked about this with John in our last episode when we were talking about team building. And the bottom line is that if you're going to grow your company, you have to trust the people that you have working for you. And if you don't trust them, you need to figure out what the problem is so that you can. But you have 10 fingers and hopefully your company is involved in more than 10 pies and you need to start having other people have fingers in those pies or you're not going to be able to grow anymore. And eventually what's going to happen is you're going to start to decline because businesses are either growing or declining. You don't mm-hmm. stagnate for longer right. than a day.
1: Very true. Very true. Uh, you know, and, and one one thought about that is whatever task you're doing now – at some point, whether it's sooner or later, you're not going to be doing that task. If you are, a gr- if you truly are a growing business, you will have to delegate. If you don't delegate out, if you don't create you those processes, you die out. Exactly. Well, it's
0: not even like let's make it not this as morbid as as a because as as a sale, as much of a salesman as I am, and you know I'm I'm capable of the hard sell just like any any other true salesman. In, but that's not the way we do business here. But the point is, it's not about it's not about extinction, the extinction of your of your brand or your business or your product. The problem is, is if you don't change and you don't learn to delegate correctly and properly and you don't instill those processes is that you're going to get stuck. And that might as well be death. Mm -hmm. Yep. because let's let's be honest. Listen, if you're
1: it's either death or burnout.
0: Yeah, exactly. Stuck burnout. So that the problem is if you're, if you're a $500,000 company, $500,000 is a lot of money. There's not a person in this room that wouldn't take 500 grand. Okay. But a $500 business is profitable and that's fantastic and that's great and stuff. But if if you are so fixated on doing the same thing over and over and over again, again, you're going to create burnout. Or what happens if you do have a bad year Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you don't have
2: anyone
0: else to blame? Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Anyone, else help, anyone else to help you out? Anyone else to help get out of that rut? And suddenly, your five hundred thousand dollars drops to four hundred or three fifty. Now, it's still three hundred fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money, but the point being is that something's going, something, something's going to hurt, yep. and it's more than likely going to be your wallet because you know you're not a cold hearted person. You're not going to kick your employees out. You might have to let some go, but you're going to make sure that people are taken care of. And so ultimately you're probably gonna be the one that's gonna be hurting the most. And so ultimately, you gotta have processes involved and more people to more people to help is eventually going to lead to better ideas and better processes and better ways of advancing your business. Am I not am I not correct, Chris?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with everything that you said. I I think you're all of that is gonna be deleted, by the way. Uh Cody, I agree with everything that you just said. (laughs) There you go.
2: Chris is really helping me out in the edit. I have to Gosh, impersonate man. people's voices sometimes.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay.
2: Chris, so if we're talking about... Oh, hi, Bears Mom.
0: Hi.
2: <laughs> so, Chris, if we're talking about you want to take things to... In order to delegate them, you want to set a process around them mm-hmm. so that the people that you're training know how to do it. And mm-hmm. part of that is writing up that process. Yep. So what can we give the people that are listening? Like, I want to give them something actionable that they could go do today. Okay. So is that like pick one task that you hate doing something you have to do all the time and go like what are the steps for them to to take that task that they dread doing yeah. and delegate it to someone else
1: yeah so um, you could do one that you dread or you can do and this might be one and the same but you could do one that what falls through the cracks all the time so is there is there something that needs to be done but it just it doesn't get done because you do dread it sit down make that your first one sit down put your nose to the grindstone for a couple of minutes to an hour, however long it takes you and just open up word, put it in a, in a bullet, a bullet list. Again, we're just, we're, we're, we're giving the, the general direction. It doesn't even necessarily have to be turn by turn because as long as I get to that destination, then, then we're going to be good. So just start with an outline and don't overcomplicate it. So I want this to happen. Therefore, these steps you've got to take these steps. These are these are the major actionable steps. And you know what the great thing about this is if someone, you delegate it out and someone tries to do it and they're confused and they have to come to you, one, they're still doing it, but then you realize, oh, okay, I'm going to put that step into that outline. Yeah, I
2: left something out.
1: I left something out. And so then it's easy. It's always, you know, we were having a conversation about this with one of my colleagues. It is so, so much easier to go from, draft two draft one to draft two then from zero to draft one does that make sense so as long as you create it even if it's terrible revising it is so much easier than creating it
2: oh absolutely
1: so that would be that would be my my big uh piece of of recommendation for that is just is get the thing that you dread or get the thing that keeps falling through the cracks And go delegate that out.
0: When we and when we talk about the word automations and talk about the word processes, is to make sure that there's there is a clearly defined outline. Like, don't make you know, like to start off to get something off your plate to to kind of get the juices flowing, so Mm -hmm. to speak. To get used to the idea of giving things up, you know, make it simple, make it a one-off. You know, like, hey, I need you know, I need the tools sorted at the end of the day.
2: Have you guys ever watched one of those cooking shows on the Food Network where? They have I hate all of. Food.
0: I mean, yes. I mean, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they'll have, like, on, like, MasterChef or something, they will, or Great British Baking Show, if oh, you're, if you're that's into
1: what, that. That's, that's, that's immediately where my mind went to.
2: Uh, they'll show the, the contestants an example of the thing that they want them to make. And a lot of times it's something that's intricate. You may not like. It's something that maybe the the contestant hasn't made before. They've heard about. They've, you know, tasted whatever. So they have them taste it. They look at it. And then they have access to all the ingredients that they need. And then they rely on their knowledge of cooking to produce that item. And that's what Chris is telling you to do with these processes. You don't have to give them the blow by blow. You don't have to give them the full recipe. You're giving them a picture of the finished product. This is what I want. You're giving them access to all the ingredients that they need and they have you to come ask questions, which the contestants don't get the benefit of asking the mm-hmm. the hosts how to do it. But, but your employees do have that option, but hopefully they find the most efficient path for them yep. to, to producing that thing. They invent their own steps. They get there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cody's the master of metaphors this episode. I got to tell you, <laughs> and he hasn't once mentioned uh, anything nerdy so far. Um, which is great.
1: I'm surprised you don't consider the great British baking show nerdy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that show, but you would think that that could be classified yeah, but I think,
0: into that category. Yeah. But I think everyone, I don't want that included with my food, people, <laughs> whether they're a nerd or not. So I don't really consider it a really nerdy kind of thing. Who's your people? Just nerds in general. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: We don't, we don't want to claim food network junkies,
0: but it's
1: not the, it's PBS. PBS is like the definition of nerdum.
0: No, not you, true. You watch yourself. <laughs> the Sci-Fi Channel is the definition of nerddom.
2: Not since they started doing all that Sharknado stuff. All the basic cable channels have just fully abandoned what they were supposed to be about. The History Channel doesn't play endless Hitler documentaries anymore. Oh gosh. The Sci-Fi Channel's making weird stuff about sharks and tornadoes. Mm-hmm.
1: All the
0: cooking channel is is either uh, look beat, what the millennials like. I, we can't even just, have seriously. basic cable anymore. It's still not nothing's good enough. Whoa, 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 whoa.
2: What network do you know that's being run by someone under the age of thirty? Because it doesn't exist.
0: None of those. Who are they catering to? They're not catering.
2: I'm I'm a
1: millennial sitting here complaining about it.
0: (laughs) I know that's my point. So nothing's good enough anymore.
1: (laughs) So there's a disconnect between the generations. There is. There is. Um. No. But to to insert meme here.
0: (laughs) Getting back to getting back to the point of of processes and stuff. The thing is, uh, with outlines what can be really done and really easily is you can make this a little bit more intricate than you need to. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a task where if A happens, let's let's give the example of doing an estimate, doing a quote. Okay. Cool. So however yeah, let's you- make, Let's make it concrete. Yeah. So let you go and do a quote for a potential client. Yep. And if they say great and they sign up for it you go one direction, you get them on the schedule, you do, you solidify them on the schedule and you take care of business right there, mm-hmm. right then and there. Yep. That's the ideal scenario, right? Bang, yep. bang, boom. That's done. Okay. Scenario number two, they take it, it looks positive. They're like, Hey, I'm going to consider, I just need to check with my spouse or I need to look at my budget or, but it's like more of a firm but of a soft yes. Yeah. So obviously you're going to follow up with that person Yeah. and you're probably going to do it aggressively. You're probably going to call them the next day, maybe the later that afternoon or whatever. Yep. And then probably do over the next couple of days until you finally get an answer from them um, or whatever. And then the third option is uh, or third option is where it's more of a soft, more of a soft. No, where you're there like eh, 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 him and Hobbit. Yeah, we're
2: going to do it.
0: Yeah. Then there's the fourth option of like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Each reaction <laughs> that you get from one of your quotations is going to generate a different response or a different line of action.
2: Yep, Bear's the kind of master salesman who takes that guy who says, "Oh hell no," and turns him into a "Oh hell yeah, yeah exactly.
0: you know it, baby." That's the way I do it. So the point is, is that you take whatever line of action you need to take, and, and, it, and it goes on to, you know, point, you know, point C, D, and F on the along these branches for each yeah. reaction that you yep. get. So the idea is to take and to delegate that. So you can still do the on-site estimate. You can still be the face of the company. Hey, look, this is what we offer. This is what we're all about. Bing, bang, boom. We're awesome because of this, this, and this. You get your reaction, okay? Yep. You're still the face of the company. So you're still you're still holding the reins. Absolutely. 100%. So based on, your, based on the answer that you get, you give to your person and say- Your
2: office assistant. Your office okay.
0: assistant, your admin, operations manager, whatever, scheduler. Whoever the next person is, be like, "Hey, you know, George said, you know, oh hell no, put him into the all hell no process." George would say that. George, that's a, that's George, a name that would say that. And then Gloria said, "Oh yeah, absolutely, gave me a check and everything right there on the spot." Well, obviously, got her get on the schedule.
1: What would yes. what would Bear's mom
0: say? Uh, well, I don't know, Chris. She would probably be like, "I need to talk to my husband and <laughs> consider all things. It's just kind of expensive because." I don't really know what this automation thing is or computers. What do you mean I can sign on the dotted line with my finger? I just don't understand. That's what she would say. Thank you very much, Miss Bear. So, <laughs> the point being is whatever the Mama Bear, these Mama uh, Bear? Del- go along these branches and everything, you can delegate the initial task. So obviously the oh hell yes goes goes to the schedule, the oh hell no goes to, you know, file away for a later time or maybe go back at another point and offer something else, sweeten the deal, whatever. And then the ones in the middle are the ones that are really gonna be the ones that are more task oriented and mm-hmm. gonna have more steps to it that you really don't want to do. Yep. You don't want to send the follow-up email. You don't want to call and check every you know every five seconds or whatever yeah. the follow-up procedure can be. And maybe you do want to get involved later down the road because there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, your assistant sends, you know, sends out an email, sends out a letter, sends out Another emails, phone calls, okay, and then sends real quick. Well, then sends a reminder to you and says, "Hey, time to call him again." Go ahead.
2: And for those of you out there who are solopreneurs who are listening to this, saying, "I don't have an office assistant. I can't hand this off to somebody else. I have to do everything." Here is what here is the processes that you can put in place. In Bear's example, that will save you so much time. So many people start out with, you know, you've got that maybe person that you need to follow up with, and you write each email every single time. You don't have to do that. If you have a document on your computer that's called estimate uh, hyphen, maybe, then you have, you write that email once, the next time you have to write it, you write it in that Word document, and then you copy and paste it, you email it to that person. You fill in anything that's, you know, specific to them, but anything that can be general, you write that sales copy once, and then you can tweak it in the future and you can have that for each of those things if you you know you got a firm yes then you send them the email letting them know that they're scheduled you write that document you have it in advance so you can copy and paste it in control can,
0: c and control v will be your friends
2: yes that's right hey pro tip for using your computer Control C means copy. Control V means paste. No one right clicks. Don't don't right click anymore. Uh, and
0: if you really want to throw a curveball at these people, Control A means select all. So just click on that document. Control A. It highlights everything. Control C copies control it. Control V paste.
2: And if you're on a Mac, that's Command C and Command V.
0: Oh god, those Mac people.
1: You I'm gonna it. I'm gonna you're Control X this conversation for just a second, <laughs> and uh, also said that cut into it. There you way. go. And uh, thank you very much for picking up on that. And you could also save these documents in Service Autopilot. And you can even put personalization fields on there like client first name. And so
0: Absolutely. not only are you using the thunder. same. They're supposed to call and say, hey, is there some way you can do this? Actually, let me tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so uh,
1: you put a of the client jar. first name and then you still have that document. It's already in there you can load it, make any modifications, you don't even have to type their name, you just click send and the system will do it for you auto boom.
2: And you can go one step further if you're using automations in Service Autopilot. Your office assistant or whoever gets the information from you does an auto assist on on the the leads page says that they were yes, no or maybe on that estimate yep. and then everything else happens, all the process that you've put in place happens after that without anyone having to do anything.
1: Yep, exactly.
2: Yeah, so we've got we've got stuff on the profit roadmap for people at every stage of their business, every stage of their business life.
0: Every particular level, man. We want you to be successful. Some valuable, valuable stuff that Chris has said here today about putting in some really, really, really nice processes and some extremely simple. Take something off your plate for the love of God.
1: <laughs> yep, do it. Do the thing that you... Again, the thing that you hate to do, just get rid of it. Just get rid of just it.
2: Just get those green beans off
0: that plate. <laughs> green beans are great.
1: I, 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 I like, like green beans, too. I like green beans. God,
0: pick, yeah, you were strong with the metaphors, and you just lost it right there.
2: <laughs> Lots of people don't like – get the Brussels sprouts off your plate.
0: <laughs> I oh, like, love I Brussels like, sprouts. I like Brussels like sprouts,
2: too. <laughs> you guys are being so unhelpful.
0: <laughs> You're the one dropping the ball here, buddy. <laughs> anyway, I'm picking so-
2: stereotypical food that people do not like. And you guys are like, no, I like it. Well, Brussels
0: sprouts the bacon. Who doesn't love that? So we really appreciate everyone tuning in for this uh, last episode, uh, latest episode, not last, latest episode. Yeah. You got got some more. Yeah. I just wanted
2: to remind you guys of some of the resources that are available to you. In addition to the profit roadmap, we provide a lot of uh, resources on Service Autopilot's blog uh, to help business owners, whether you're just starting out or, you know, you've got a bunch of employees. Yeah, We have all kinds of resources on there that'll help you figure out better ways to, to market your company, the best ways to hire employees. Uh, we have posts in there that are specific to various industries. So you can look through there. If you're a cleaning company owner, we've got several hiring posts for you guys. If you're a lawn care owner, we've got several hiring posts, different, uh, you know, marketing posts, all of that for you. Uh, so we try to put all of those things out there. We want you guys to succeed not only because you know like we're a company that exists to make software for you so if you don't exist as a company we don't exist as a company right but also uh like we just really enjoy seeing business owners succeed
0: yeah that's, that's
1: very true. true yeah so we second that
2: we're, we're here to help you guys check out the blog serviceautopilot.com slash blog uh, you can find lots of good resources there as well. And then also, Bear is always a phone call away. Yeah. <laughs> 972-728-4040. He's happy to sell you some service autopilot, give you some advice. If you just want to hear him do his impression of his mom, you can also...
0: Which has happened twice now. Really? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> you can uh, you can definitely call in and, and ask to have Bear's mom talk to you about your business.
0: I, I wish oh, that just be great.
1: I, I wish I could just like see not like your reaction, but the reaction to the employees who sit around your desk when you're like in the middle of a sales call and all of a sudden just drop mom and mama bear just <laughs> appears out of nowhere. They've, they've got to like just, so the it thing just is
0: wanders up. <laughs> So let me tell you a little bit about the My Day page. The My Day page is fantastic. It's a great little place where you can find your calendar and your to-dos, and it's just wonderful and magical. All right, events. all right, Mama
2: Bear. Thank you so much. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to The Profit Roadmap today. I'm Cody Owen. He's Bear Duplissy. Chris Volpe, the Volptorb, has been our guest. <laughs> the guys, we will... is now
0: complete. Yes.
2: Thank you for tuning in to this Yeah. Return of the Jedi, of the, the God, Chris Volpe. You
0: had to do it. Yes, I did. did it. Yeah. them complete. Oh, We'll see you next time, everybody.
2: Thanks, y'all. The music in this episode of The Prophet Roadmap Mac was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin McLeod of com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff. com.